1: Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with a slightly dejected Larry Levine. You're down to, I know you can come back. We're recording this uh, sadly on the morning after the second Dodgers loss. But you know what? This is what selling from the heart is all about, Larry. It's about getting being down and coming back and having the heart to rise up. And I can see it in your eyes this morning. You're discouraged but you're going to move forward, right? Oh, dude, you had to bring... I was hoping that we would
0: podcast (laughs) today, and you didn't bring it up, but... You knew it was going to happen. I I know, I knew, but you know what's interesting is um, baseball's a lot like chess. I suck at playing chess, (laughs) but I didn't suck at playing baseball, but... Never, nevertheless, it's it's one strategic move after another, which is obviously it, it kind of chimes in with sales, right? Yeah, for sure. And it there is a series of bad strategic moves, and I'm not going to point fingers at anyone <laughs> because it's not fair. But um, they all say the stuff rolls uphill and it rolls downhill, so you know where it starts. So we all got to poke holes
1: at decisions that management's made, and we'll leave well, at it. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll see where the Dodgers... Uh, in oh, the- oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Because by the time the podcast comes out, at least the game will come out. At least Friday will have a win. If they don't win on Friday, Daryl, stick a
1: fork in me, right? I'll, I'll tell you right now that we got no chance. Uh, there's always hope. Hey, welcome back to the Selling from the Heart <laughs> podcast. If you're new, you've joined a, a community of sales professionals around the world that are genuine, authentic, dedicated to doing the hard work. We call it Selling from the Heart We're glad you're here. And uh, Larry, it has been uh, it's been so much fun interacting with our community this week and especially following some of the conversations over the last um, a last couple of weeks in particular with some of the younger members of our community and the the millennials out there. And and it is uh, it's it's been a blast uh, talking with uh, with people that uh, that are saying, yeah, this totally resonates with me. Authenticity is at the core of who I am and I want to make a difference.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's. I think it's more prevalent now than I've ever seen it. Uh, for one simple reason is the whether it's millennial or Gen Z, that's just called the younger sales generation, the risers, the up and coming sales professionals. They're looking. They're looking for some idea. You know, they're looking for does what I believe in resonate out there. And I, I'm just I'm. I'm overjoyed because the people that have been reading the book of the younger generation, they're waving, they're waving the selling from the heart flag saying, you know what? I can relate to this. I can relate to this day in and day out because this is me and I was waiting and, and, and a lot of that's just starting to come out and I'm just so overjoyed. It just, it, it makes my day when I get the messages.
1: Yeah, me too. And you know, what's interesting is if you take a look at, at where, the world is right now, not just with the, uh, the up and coming newer generations coming into the workforce, but just the world in general, um, you know, authenticity in a world full of fakes, uh, being genuine in and in, in following through in a world where, you know, so many times just people flat out don't deliver is, is massive. And that brings us to what we want to talk about today, which is what are some of the core attributes or, or even skill sets? of a selling from the heart sales professional. And I've got three in mind I want to talk about today, Larry. And, and the first one is, uh, is an area that, um, that just resonates so well with the message of selling from the heart. And it's a skill set around emotional intelligence, or you may have seen it out there called EQ. You know, we all uh, back in the early part of last century, they started measuring IQ, right? The international, the intelligence quotient. And, uh, you know, the interesting thing about IQ is you get what you get. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do to improve your IQ. Uh, you've got it. You can, you know, you can learn, but but IQ is IQ. But the emotional uh, intelligence side of things, the EQ, uh, and I want to talk Larry with you about some of the attributes of, of emotional intelligence and how they parallel with selling from the heart so strongly. The good news about these attributes is you can improve your IQ, but you can definitely improve your EQ. And, uh, you know, with some dedication and work, you can improve your emotional intelligence. And what I love, Larry, when I look at the, the attributes of emotional intelligence, one of the core attributes is authenticity. Moving from being, you know, on the negative side, untrustworthy, um, to on the positive side, being genuine. Boy, that resonates with who we are, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and and you know, the first word, the first word that comes to mind, and this is just me, and and is vulnerable. And I, I took that to heart years and years and years ago. Is you know, you just got to set your ego aside and you, mm-hmm. and you just got to wear that. And I always say, you got to wear that big V on your chest. Yes. It's, you know, you have to become the best version of yourself for one simple reason. And I was just talking to somebody prior to this podcast. I was on somebody else's podcast. And we actually started talking about this is you have to be genuine. You have to be authentic and you have to understand what it is because that's how you are in your personal life. Hopefully. Yes. So. If, if in your personal life, you're genuine, you're authentic, you're trustworthy, you're vulnerable, you have all those attributes, then why can't you carry that over to your sales career? And that's what, wow, it's just, that's the big disconnect is if they can, if people can lead their personal life the same way they lead their sales life or any type of career they're in. That's where they're really going to start understanding what EQ is all about. And you know what? I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not a scientist when it comes to EQ and you kind of get what you get with me. But I just learned a long time ago, you just got to show you care and and you got to take a step back and throw yourself in their shoes.
1: Yeah. You know, another, another aspect of emotional intelligence that people that are just really good with people is, is that they're self-aware and that they're able to move from being disconnected to being present in the moment and boy uh, you know as as selling from the heart sales professionals and and people that are really working to to hone our craft i think one of the most effective skills we can develop is the ability to be present in the moment and present to the situation not lost in you know in anxiety about how we're going to hit our quota not thinking about the next meeting or the next sentence but actually just being like there and present and real people can tell. I mean, we live in a society where we're very rarely present. Most of the time you're talking to somebody and they're looking at their phone and their text. you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but emotionally intelligent people are able to really be present in a moment. And, and that is a huge X factor when it comes to winning in sales. Yeah. And, um,
0: and it's even more important when you're in somebody's office and you're not present. Like you said, people can smell it. Yes. And it's so, it's so interesting because I've been around enough salespeople my whole entire career and been on enough sales calls with other salespeople where they're present. Obviously the present they're in the room, <laughs> right? Right. But they're not present in the conversation because they have their own agenda, Daryl. Right. Yes. I'm going to ask these couple questions, right? I'm going to get the answers. I'm not really going to listen because all I really want to do is listen for a couple keywords. So I can just, boom, so I can just smash on it like a rabid dog. Yes. But if you're really present and you show you care and you're there and you listen, you ask some really great heartfelt questions about them and what's Mm -hmm. important to them. That's how you can
1: start getting present and people will know it. Yeah. Huge thing. And and you just, I mean, you look at, at, at some of these attributes as so powerful, like, Awareness of others, like the skill of empathy, being able to actually put yourself in the client, in the prospect's shoes and understand and, and feel their world, not just the effects of, you know, all the ROI on their business or, or all of that, but literally the effect of that, the decision on their personal life. You know, if you think about it, when we're asking people to make a buying decision and, and. Larry, you and I come from the business-to-business business context. So a lot of times, you know, we, we rationalize these buying decisions based on here's a return on investment, here's, you know, what you're going to get out of it. But we got to remember that the people making those decisions are putting sometimes their careers and their reputations on the line based on trusting us with, with what we're recommending. And that empathy to realize that what's going on here is not just a transaction, it's not just a signature on a document, it's literally a, a, um, a covenant of trust to say, hey, Larry, if you're going to recommend this to me, I'm trusting that you're going to come through and this is going to you know, make me look good and not make me look bad, that it's going to help my career and not hurt my career, and that it's going to be a net add to me personally and, and not a, a detraction. We can't get there if we're not empathetic.
0: No, and, and you're right. And and I want to play on that return on investment comment that you made because, you know, so often in let's just use the B2B sales context for a second, Daryl. We we we're always talking about, well, you know, here's your return on investment and, and we right. tie it, you know, we tie it to a financial thing, right? I get it, right? I've been there. Well, it's part of it. It. it's, no it's, it's question. part of it. It's 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 part of it. But I but I, it's I, not I, the only I, part. No, it's not the only part. And, and here, and here's something to really think about. And I, and this is what selling from the heart champions do. Right. And can you imagine that return on investment? They take it one step farther and go, this is your return on investment on me. This yes. is what I'm going to bring to the business table. This is what I'm going to bring to your organization that is sorely lacking. And that's the personal attention that I think that most sales professionals fail to give I shouldn't even say sales professionals because I'm a little caught up in it, but many in sales forget that it's them, right? What are they going to bring to the table? So what I found the biggest disconnect is, yeah, they might be empathetic, Daryl, in the very beginning, right? Because it's the hidden empathetic agenda, right? Let me show I care. Let me show I do this, right? It's that false sense of, you know, this is, I'm really there for you, right? And put the ink on paper. And then
1: all of a sudden it's, How empathetic are they really? (laughs) Or present or genuine? Yeah, all of that, man. You know, another, and and this is where we can bring, you know, you look and sometimes we go, okay, well, the the heart, what does that have to do with results? Everything. Selling from the heart has everything to do with results because it's these emotional intelligence attributes, the heart, emotion, intelligence, and, and competency in those areas that actually drives success because we are, it's a people business. And, and if we don't understand the heart, if we don't engage the heart in the sales process, we're, we're going to miss out on a lot. And, you know, the other, the other side of, of emotional intelligence um, is self-management. And boy, this is a huge one, you know, moving from someone who's kind of temperamental to someone who's very resilient and being resilient in the sales professional in the sales profession, as a sales professional, is so critical because man, we take a lot of hits and it is easy to get in a rut and it is easy to get knocked off our game. And the more we can develop resilience, um, just like the Dodgers, the more we're going to be able to bounce back. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I had to bring on. that up you're, again. You're killing me, smalls. Come on. Hey, it's good resilience. I mean, this is the time, this is the time to, to, to buckle down and, and this is the time to get to, to move on. And, and these skills of resilience are really, really critical if we want to sustain success, because I think I've watched a lot of sales professionals um, in my career. Friends of mine have been sales manager and, and, and obviously seen this in myself is, you know, you can ride a wave of, of success on some big deals but and and you can you can do the great. But what happens when adversity comes? You know what happens when you lose a big deal. What happens um, when things don't work out as, as 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 you planned? You know, does that send you into a um, a pit of despair, or do you have some resilience? And on the other side of it too, um, you know, I think resilience in sales means when you're doing great, you still do the prospecting work to keep the pipeline full. You don't, you know, resilience, a resilient salesperson doesn't uh, go, well, I'm, I I had a great, you know, great month, great quarter, great year. I don't need to work hard anymore. Well, guess what? A resilient salesperson has emotional intelligence to know that there's going to come a time when um, you know, when the, when things may not come quite so easily. So the work I do today is what's going to pay off tomorrow.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and gosh, yeah and I had to learn resilience the hard way because I was harder on myself than any sales manager ever was. But what, what's really interesting is, you know, slumps happen. I don't care if it's in the sales world, you know, you're beating up on my Dodger. So it happens in, you know, in the sports world as well is everybody gets into slumps. And I, I just want to share a quick story because I think it's really going to play out with this is if we don't become resilient, especially as, as a sales professional, it'll eat away at us, right? Because we're going to lose a deal. We're going to have a bad month. We're going to have a bad quarter. Right. Keep letting that eat at you. And, you know, I just talked just a couple of days ago with somebody who's actually read Selling from the Heart, who's actually an avid listener of Selling from the Heart podcast and slumps happen. And you get in this, you know, you get in this negative funk mojo type thing where everything just bothers you. Yes. And then before you know it, you're in this deep tar hole. your clients figure it out, your prospects smell it, right? Everything bothers you. And then before you know it, how do you climb out of this? So you got to work on, re- you got to work on resiliency almost every single day.
1: Yeah, no question. And this is, you know, this is the, the steady part of it. You know, you got to knock down the highs and, and fill in the lows and and be consistent, and that takes some, some resilience. And that's something that we've got to develop as uh, as sales professionals. You know, one of the other aspects of emotional intelligence, especially when you look at the leadership side of emotional intelligence, and I think we would all agree that great sales reps are leaders. And uh, of course, tip of the hat to our good friend, Deb Calvert, you know, stop selling, start leading. Um, but one of the things that great leaders do that that is emotionally intelligent that I think also parallels over to the sales world is that they know how to inspire performance. They know how to cast a vision. They know how to really um, you know, empower people and make them, uh, make them excited about what's going on and tie them personally to the vision. And a true selling from the heart sales professional is going to develop their leadership skills, especially in the area of casting vision and empowering um, not only the, the buyers and all the different people on the team the buying team, but also the people at their company that are going to be fulfilling on this, inspiring, casting vision, empowering them. Um, really, you know, a, a true sales professional is a leader.
0: Yeah. And, and I'll just expand on that. You know, I, I'm full of one line zingers and and you know <laughs> that. And I always say, you know, if if you can't lead yourself. Yeah. How can you lead your clients and how could you lead a future client into doing better business if you're not willing to lead yourself? You know, it's funny. It's just, it doesn't work,
1: Daryl. Well, it's funny that you say that because uh, I think one of the, you know, in, in sales, we do a lot of reading, obviously, in sales skills. And there's so many great books out there. Um, after you get done reading Selling from the Heart that you can read. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks for the continual plug. I love props it. Props to you, Larry. Um, no, seriously, there, there are so many books on sales skills that, that you can and should read and things that you should listen to. Um, but it's been interesting because of several different roles I have in nonprofits and in business. One of my personal development goals for for this quarter has been to beef up my leadership skills and so I've been reading some leadership books, um, and it's also what's, what's kind of dragged me into the emotional intelligence side. And, uh, you know, I'm reading, uh, actually, one of the books I'm reading right now is Extreme Ownership, which is about how Navy yeah. SEALs win yeah. uh, by Leaf and Jocko. Those guys are amazing. But what's been interesting is I've been reading that book, Larry, is, is, yes, I've been thinking about it in terms of the leadership roles that I have in my life, but I've also been thinking about it in terms of the sales roles. That I have in my life, and that attitude of extreme ownership of you know what I'm going to take responsibility for this, um, you know, and I'm I'm going to be the one who is out there casting vision and making sure the communication happens and uh, making sure the things I'm going to take responsibility for that, and I'm truly going to be a leader. And I I think as as sales professionals as we develop in these skills of selling from the heart, one of the best things we can do is is pick up some leadership books. Yeah. Not, and not
0: only that, and, and, you know, I applaud you on that extreme ownership because those two, those two guys Mm -hmm. are absolutely amazing. And we've had the fortunate experience of seeing those guys speak live. Yeah. But I I think the, I I think the other thing that, you know, on this whole leadership skills Mm -hmm. is, um, and I encourage people, I encourage the people that I work with, the sales teams I work with is you have to get involved out in the community and lead by lending a helping hand. And you, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm an active Kiwanis member and I just came off my presidency and I said, you know what, that was this past year, I learned more about myself Yes. than at any point in time, obviously, besides writing Selling from the Heart is when you can lead a group of individuals inside of a, a community-based group. To go out there and help people Mm -hmm. and to get them to listen to you and you inspire them and so forth. To me, that's part of an emotionally intelligent sales professional is how well can you lead and inspire your clients and your prospects and those people around you? Yes. And and it's just I I can't stress it enough that that I I encourage everyone to to lend that helping hand and get involved in something that inspires them in the community and take charge because mm. that's one of the core skills is lead others and lend a helping hand.
1: Yeah, no question. And you know, one of the last attributes of emotional intelligence and leaders that that parallels so well to the sales profession is the ability they call it emotional reasoning, um, the ability to look at a situation and analyze what's going on emotionally. And, you know, a true selling from the heart sales professional, I mean, let's face it, you know, I I read years ago, I think it was our our good friend, Tom Hopkins, that said all decisions are emotional. I mean, even the most logical of buyers, the reason they're they're gathering so much data and so many facts and are so annoying is because of the emotion of fear. They're afraid of making a a bad decision. And so one of the competencies that a selling from the heart sales professional can really develop is this competency in emotional reasoning, being able to look at the situation and, and in essence analyze the emotions that are going on and, and what's happening and be able to interpret that. Um, all obviously that requires being present. It requires being empathetic, putting yourself in your shoe in their shoes. Um and it, it requires a, a level of vulnerability and authenticity that. Uh, that, quite frankly, most salespeople don't bring to the sales conversation. But if we're able to come and be present and be authentic and be empathetic, we're able to get a window into the emotional angle of what's going on inside the buying team. Each one of those people, and, you know, corporate executive board tells us there's 6.8 people in the average buying, uh, buying team. Um, we've got to be able to look at what's going on in those situations and understand not just the business drivers but the emotional drivers of what's going on and and if 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 we can do that the more effectively we can do that the more uh, much more we're going to win
0: uh i i agree but but it becomes difficult um yeah. And I see it. Right? I saw it in my sales career is it's hard to really think with that reasoning, because I, I'm just going to I got to throw a dagger at this one. And you're being nice. Right. And, and bringing some of the stuff in. But, you know, me, I just got to throw a dagger <laughs> at something. But <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's all good. But I, I'm, it drives your point, though. But trust me, it's going to drive your point. All right. Bring it on, Larry. It is it's hard because of that whole thing. You know, we say that, you know, selling from a heart sales professional leads with our heart, not their wallet. There's right. that disconnect, Daryl, because, you know, our good friend Jeb Blunt says pipe is life. Yes. Right? Most sales reps pipelines need some, right? Need some help. Yes. So it's hard to bring some of that emotional intelligence into that because the biggest thing that people are leading with and that financial drivers, their wallet, I get it. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to, you know, building up that relationship funnel and marrying it with your sales funnel is I get what you're saying. I buy into it 150%. Mm-hmm. But some of these people are going to look back and go, yeah, right, I, 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 I don't get this because I'm in sales because of the moolah, right? Right, yeah. And that's the emotional part of this that they can't detach from is, and people smell that, is some of that emotional intelligence is directly correlated to what's in their wallet or what needs to be put in their wallet. And I'm just asking you, that's a great point that you know stuff will go in your wallet if you learn how to be emotionally
1: intelligent you'll have more stuff in your wallet than you have right now yeah and 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 the reason for that i mean hopefully you work for a company that you believe in and hopefully you're recommending solutions that you truly believe are going to make the your clients lives their businesses better if not you got an issue to address beyond this but but if you truly believe you know, one of the things that's really frustrating to me, and, and I, Larry, you know, I come out of kind of a uh, solution selling type background where we would go in and analyze business problems and come up with, with solutions to make the business run better, hit their goals, be more effective, all, all of these things. And I got so frustrated when we would, and I'm, 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 I kind of live on the logical side of things, right? um and and so I you know if I wrote a book it, it back then it would have been selling with the mind because <laughs> that's where I lean. I mean you know, f- full disclosure but and I got, you know I remember back in the day getting so frustrated um uh, because logically, I knew that I had a solution that that what I was recommending to the company was truly going to make that better, it was going to be a win for them. It was going to be something that really helped the company but I, I you know back in the day because I was so wrapped up in the ROI side of it and the how it's going to make your business better side of it, I didn't have the emotional reasoning um, in play as much as I needed to and I didn't have the the um, empathy and the awareness I think I was I was genuine, no question about that and authentic but I didn't have the emotional reasoning in play to really understand, Hey, here's, here are the dynamics that are going on inside these people that are, that are my prospects to really understand and, and, and then think through, um, how this is going to impact them and, and respond accordingly. And as a result, uh, you know, I'm sad to say, and I think we've all been there, um, because my emotional intelligence level was low in some of these areas, I had great recommendations for clients and they they just sat on the shelf. The clients didn't benefit from them. My wallet didn't benefit from it. You know, my company didn't benefit from it. It wasn't that it was a failure in sales by any stretch, but I look back, you know, over 25 years and I can think of specific scenarios where I go, what if I had have been more present? What if I had have been more empathetic? Um, What if I hadn't had a been, you know, had a higher level of emotional reasoning, you know all of these leadership skills of emotional intelligence what if i had had that what would that have meant to not only my career but to clients that did never become clients and did never adopt um, the solutions and continued doing things the way they'd always done them and missed out on the benefits so you know there all of this to say you know and 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 we've got uh, we've got a fantastic community of people out there and i know you know, if 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 you want to look at some of these emotionally intelligent attributes of leadership that we're kind of paralleling over to sales here today, I, I think everybody on this call is going to peg out at a nine or ten on authenticity. No question about that. If not, you know, work on that. But yeah, you're here. You're listening to Selling from the Heart. I think you're genuine. I think you're authentic. But when it comes to some of these other areas, like being present, being empathetic, being able to be um inspirational and empowering, being able to be resilient, being able to use some emotional reasoning. And we're, we're throwing a lot of things out here today, but I, I think my realization on our conversation today, Larry, is there are some aspects of of selling from the heart that, uh, that, that, that go beyond being genuine and authentic, some real substantive skills that we can develop as sales professionals that are at the level of the heart, that are at, you know, the level of emotions, emotional intelligence that are really going to help us drive our career, our success, our enjoyment, um, our results to the next level.
0: Yeah, no, and and I concur. And I always share that. I always share this with, with, with salespeople. I, I share video blogs about it. When I coach sales teams, I challenge them to do this is go back to your clients. Go back and ask them, you know, some really heartfelt questions. What do you sincerely look for in a, you know, fill in the blank, a sales professional, a sales rep, whatever terminology you want to use mm-hmm. that that describes you. What is it that you start looking for? And I can flat guarantee you what we just spoke about will come out within the first 30 seconds. Boy, that's strong. Yeah. And I always say, you know, I always, I always... I was on a call with somebody yesterday and I said, some of the best sales training I ever got wasn't from my company, wasn't from my sales manager is directly from my clients. Yeah. And your clients are a wealth of information. The unfortunate thing is we don't tap them. We don't Mm. tap their knowledge. And I fully believe that if you asked your clients, what do they value in a sales professional? What do they value in working with your organization? Everything that we
1: spoke about, Will come out. I promise you it will. Wow. That's powerful. I feel like we've opened up like uh, 10 different loops of conversation here today, Larry. Uh, So you're going to have to come back next week. We're going to keep working through this and thinking through this together. Um, Emotional intelligence attributes of of emotionally intelligent leaders. How can we adopt those to, to be more effective in what we do? So Every week we leave you with a challenge. What I want to challenge you to do is I want you to pick one thing that you heard uh, in our conversation today. Maybe it's being more present. Maybe it's being more empathetic. Maybe it's being more inspirational. Uh, Maybe it's resilience, you know, picking yourself up uh, when things go wrong. Um, Or maybe it's just the concept of of being more uh, sensitive to the emotions that are going on in the room and understanding them. What is the one area that you could grab onto this week and start to uh, maybe sit down uh, with a piece of paper and go, what can I do to be more present? What can I do to be more empathetic? Pick one of your areas of weakness. For me, Larry, it's going to be emotional reasoning. What can I do um, to be more sensitive to the emotions that are going on in any given sales scenario um, so I can drive more success? Pick one of those uh, write it down, think about it. Um, and, and we're going to probably explore some of these more in the weeks to come. But until hey, don't then, you want, hey, don't you want to know what mine is? What is it, Larry? Oh, it's you're good res- in all of them. You wrote oh. something from the heart. Oh, stop
0: the BS. Okay, so mine, <laughs> okay, what are you going to work on? We're going to wrap it up. Then you're going to bring this thing home. Mine's resiliency because you you bashed my Dodgers in the beginning. So I'm going to learn to be more resilient over this coming weekend because I got three games in LA, so I, I will have a resilient heart, I promise you. Okay,
1: well, fair enough. So you work on resiliency. I'm going to work on emotional reasoning. Uh, everyone else, pick your thing to work on. Till next week, keep being genuine. Keep being authentic. Keep doing the hard work. Develop your emotional intelligence. And most of all, sell from the heart.
0: Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the Salescast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.